Mic Check This Podcast, episode 20-something. Uh, six. We're going to go with 26. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And after the day that we've had today, if I'm wrong, so be it. It has been an entertaining one, nonetheless. So, whew, if you have uh, missed the news of the day, you have been willfully living under a rock. Uh, it has been a wild one. And when I had said previously that nothing was going to happen today, I guess I was not anticipating what happened today as a realistic possibility. Like I, I just, I, there was no reality where I thought that it would turn into what it did today um which does not does not take away from the entertainment value of the whole thing it was wildly entertaining i've been watching different live streams of it for most of the afternoon and evening and uh we got on the uh, peddling fiction group and kind of had a running chat just looking at what all was going on and talking about it as as it was happening plus just kind of shooting the shit and talking about general stuff as well but uh so the number one thing that I was going to talk about today before all of this popped off was the Georgia Senate runoff election and how that went exactly the way I said it was going to go. Like they, uh, they pulled out all the stops and they did what they needed to do to uh, flip those seats and make sure they took care of business. God, in the... I mean, everything about those uh, trending lines and and there's already reports of, uh, not already, there were reports as early as like 7 or 8 o'clock last night of irregularities and shenanigans going on. Like, it is the, this whole 2020 election and everything about all of this has been a referendum for how to go about uh, just completely and totally convincing people not to have any faith in the system whatsoever. And for me personally, that's a beautiful thing. I, nobody should have any faith in the system anyway, because it is a broken and just terrible system. And now we get all of this stuff that is just really shining, uh, shining a limelight. Like there has always been irregularities and inconsistencies and voter fraud to some extent, but this year, all of that stuff has, uh, they ramped it up to a degree that I don't know if anyone had fathomed was even possible. And then the way that it, the whole, uh, the whole story of it just got completely shuttered. Like the, the narrative that's been pitched. I mean, it's, it's been the year of the narrative, the, the COVID narrative, the, uh, peaceful protest narrative and then the no election fraud narrative uh it has been the year of the narrative and the the narrative that there was no election fraud and that everything was uh completely above board while completely uh ignoring all of the evidence that pointed otherwise i uh, we were talking about it in the chat earlier is like there are videos there are videos of everything that happened in 
especially at the uh, in Georgia, where like there were some huge, huge things that happened that uh, were very shady and and definitely don't look good. And they don't want to review the evidence on that. They don't want anybody to even see the evidence. Like they, they just want you to take their word for it that everything was completely above board and there was nothing nothing squirrely about any of this. <laughs> Man, like I, I don't I don't I don't know how people can uh, can have any any level of faith and, and that's what you're seeing today. Like I sincerely believe that today probably would have just been a completely peaceful protest if the Georgia runoff elections hadn't gone the direction they went. Because if you look at the initial election results, um, the the Republican the Republicans had anywhere from three to four hundred thousand more votes than the the Democratic candidates who were involved in each race. And that number completely and that number completely flipped for the runoff. I you cannot tell me that it just the the numbers are too coincidental and too convenient. And you can't tell me that that's just the way it ended up going. It's uh and 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 that's what's that's what's going on. Like nobody believes it. Nobody believes it, or has any trust or faith in the system. And already nobody had any trust or faith in the system anyway, because of everything that happened with Michigan, Georgia, Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, it was already so in question. And then to have this happen in Georgia, and then to have the Trump rally today, and. I don't know. I don't. There, the system is broken, and it always was. Not always, but for the better part of the last 150 years, it has been. And the fact that people are starting to wake up to it is a very white pilling moment for for me. And the everything that ended up happening today in Washington is kind of a culmination of that because people have seen uh, what the cathedral is capable of. They've seen what the corporate press wants to push as the narratives. They've seen what governors and all of these other bureaucrats are willing to do to basically just completely wreck everybody's lives and do whatever they want to amass power for themselves and to amass wealth for their corporate benefactors who they're in bed with uh, through all of the cronyism bullshit that basically is the system that we have. Uh, I saw a really good meme today because, you know, one of the big arguments against libertarianism is that uh, how evil capitalism is. Like if, uh, and how that, if we had a true libertarian society, the only ones who would benefit or, or prosper in that would be the capital, the, the big corporations and the capitalists <laughs> said, you know, if that was the case, why don't any of those guys support libertarians? Because a free market, a true free market system where they don't have the government to 
make sure that small businesses are squashed before they even have a chance to be competitive to make sure that all of their competitors are put at a disadvantage right out the gate to make sure that the rules are made to benefit them and to make them richer while keeping everybody else poor. If it wasn't for all of that, the corporations wouldn't have any of the power that they have. So they don't want libertarians and a free market. They want the cronyism where they can be in the pockets of the politicians and they can dictate what legislation is and how it's done. But, you know, moving on from that, so, you know, the system is broken. The system is broke, irreparably broken and for a vast number of reasons. But then we get into today's tomfoolery, shenanigans, uh, just total bullshit, whatever you want to call it. And there's, so it, this is probably going to piss some people off. And honestly, I say that it's probably not going to piss anybody off because nobody who's going to listen this far into the uh, episode actually feels any way uh, other than probably siding with me on this, which is unfortunate. I, I really, I hope somebody has a dissenting opinion and I'd like it if we could talk about that, but to compare the festivities of the day to everything that happened throughout the course of the summer with all of the BLM and Antifa riots and Chaz Chop and everything else that happened, they are night and day different. Like, yes, there were, uh, there was some violence that occurred throughout the course of what happened today, but much like in those situations, that violence was initiated by Capitol Police. Uh, a a young lady, uh, there's, you can, you can find multiple videos of it. There were plenty of, uh, people live streaming it at the time. A uh, young lady, they, the reports are that she was 16 years old, was shot by Capitol Police for, and all she was doing was walking around like unarmed. Nobody was being violent. Nobody was destroying anything. It was just a group that were walking around and this girl got clipped. Like, the, the police initiated the violence in that situation. And in many of the uh, Antifa and BLM riot situations over the summer, it was Antifa and BLM actively engaging in violence and attacking people who uh, disagreed with them or who or, or just like straight up attacking somebody that had a MAGA hat on or something like that. Like, so you can't draw a comparison on these. And then uh, for the people that were saying, if you were against the protests over the summer, but you're in favor of what's going on right now, unfriend me. Uh, so at one point today, did they loot a target? At what point today did they set a small business on fire? At what point today did they spray paint uh streets and buildings like a window got broken and beyond that it was mostly a bunch of uh pushing and shoving and people walking around and acting like idiots like i do not i don't disagree that it was not necessarily a good look but at the same time it 
was a necessary course of action. Uh, said it in an episode previously, the non-aggression principle that many libertarians stand by, it's time for that to be gone. Uh, we have been aggressed upon as a free people. We are not free anymore. We have had our rights and our liberties and our freedoms stripped away from us consistently for my entire lifetime. And it started well before that. Uh, between being constantly spied on, between constantly having taxes raised on us, um, the fact that private property should be the most important aspect of your life and we don't own anything. We don't own any private property. It's all just rented by the government because of the way they tax us on it. The whole thing is bullshit. The way that they have gone into Middle Eastern and third world countries and absolutely demolished those countries, those economies, everything about the structure of those places killed millions upon millions upon millions of innocent women and children. Our government is the aggressor and anything we do in retaliation is self-defense and defense of others and 100% justified. So I hope they go back tomorrow and I hope they break in again. And I hope they actually accomplish something other than just walking around and uh, stealing Nancy Pelosi's podium, which was hilarious. The memes that are coming out of this are going to be absolutely epic. And I still, at the end of the day, do not think there is any chance in hell that this accomplishes anything. Like the the whole narrative the whole time was wait for January 6th and all of this stuff is going to happen. And all of the stuff that was going to happen was supposed to be based around the Congress and Mike Pence and they were going to contest the validity of the election and try to change it uh, by legal means. And instead it turned into a complete shit show. And tomorrow they're going to come back and none of that stuff is going to, none of that stuff's going to happen. At the end of tomorrow, they're going to announce that Joe Biden has been declared the winner and will be the next president of the United States. That's it. That's what's going to happen. Plain and simple. Short episode today because I'd kind of like to do another one tomorrow and maybe be proven wrong or just go back in and uh, recap what happens tomorrow because it's going to be entertaining either way. So uh, keep this one short and We'll check back tomorrow and see how it all ends up in the end. Maybe it'll be another fun day. Maybe I'll have a a lot more stuff to talk about. Maybe we'll get some really good memes out of this whole thing, and it'll make it all worthwhile. Hope everybody has a good evening. Later.